0: Hey there friend, we're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best of humanity while offering a dose of positivity to hopefully brighten your day. But more importantly, we want you to know, whatever you're going through, whatever you're feeling, you're not alone. We're here to stand with you. I'm Chuck Rendon.
1: And I'm Amy Nalewai. And this is A World of Hopes.
0: So Amy, after uh, taking a week off, we're back, and uh, honestly, feels pretty good. I'm ready for some hope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes, hope is good. It's
0: definitely good.
1: <laughs> hope, hope is is better than the alternative. right? That's very
0: true. You know, and and this week we definitely have a oh. fun uh, a fun story to share. But before we get there, I wanted to check in on you. How, how are things going? How have you been?
1: I'm good now. I'm a lot better now. Um so the the week off uh was my fault <laughs> as I was finally tagged out of the giant COVID dodgeball that we've all been playing. Eesh, yeah. Almost almost 2 years. I made it almost 2 years and uh came home uh one day and just was not feeling right. Was able to, by some miracle, was able to find a place where I could get a PCR test done that night, and um, was able to do that and put myself into isolation. Felt pretty crummy, um, just like a super, super funky cold flu kind of feeling. Yeah, but it it knocked me on my the butt there for a couple of days, and then got the uh, confirmation with my test results that I was positive for COVID. Yeah, so that was that was an adventure, and um, and I live with my parents. And obviously, one of my main stressors <laughs> during this whole pandemic has been trying to keep them safe and healthy.
0: Yeah, I, de- I definitely feel you on that. Also, living with my parents
1: currently. So. Yeah. So uh, I apparently have ninja isolation skills, because <laughs> uh, they tested, uh, eventually got tested as well, um, just to, you know, confirm what was going on. And they were both negative. So, that was great news. Very cool.
0: Yeah, I'm sure that had to be a relief.
1: Yeah. And then uh, I was able to to get my hands on a, a rapid test um, the other day. My sister had an extra one, and so she dropped that off for me, and I tested negative. So, I'm feeling a lot better um, now that I know that I'm not contagious anymore. I'm feeling a lot better. <laughs> um, I feel like like that does a lot psychologically, too, I think. Um, but uh, but yeah, I've got, you know, I call it my, um, if you ever saw the episode of Friends where Phoebe gets sick and she has her <laughs> sexy phlegm, that's kind of how.
0: He's sexy you know. phlegm.
1: I kind of feel like I'm rocking the sexy phlegm. I, I uh, definitely still have some of that going on and a, a random cough here and there. But other than that, I'm feeling so much better. Yeah, that was that was an unexpected <laughs> little uh, bump in the road there. And, um, yeah, kind of just really grateful that that I was vaccinated and boosted and that it wasn't any worse than it was.
0: Yeah, thank God for science,
1: you know. It works yeah and I kept my parents healthy and um, thankfully yeah I'm it's uh been t- I think today is day 10 ten days after yeah so I'm uh I'm heading back to work this next week I'm being super cautious about
0: <laughs> yeah, about everything I, I, I don't blame um
1: kind of kind of back to uh like, Probably over washing hands and over sanitizing things, but I'm just sort of back in that that space. Um, but yeah, grateful that uh, I'm on the flip side of that, and hoping, hoping that's it. Like, I don't, I don't want any more, any more of that, please. <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. No. I, yeah. I definitely do not blame you. You know, I have a question for you, though. When you tested positive, like, what was going through your mind?
1: When I went to go get tested and I came home, well, like, immediately, like, walking in the door that night when I didn't feel well, um, I was kind of in panic mode, I guess you could say, just because my parents are older and there's some health risk factors that are at play there. And so I was, you know, just trying to be careful for them sure. you know and then i'm like oh, great come home sick and just with everything that i had heard uh about people getting the the latest wave of the omicron uh variant and and symptoms and everything i felt like how i was feeling aligned with that very closely but that doesn't change the moment where you like get the text notification (laughs) that your results are posted and you go to click on the email and then there it is in black and white, very big letters, positive. Um, And and there is, uh, I there's a moment of like almost like feeling guilty. (laughs) Like there's, there's some, there's some shame, like a shameful moment there where it's like, ah, I've been trying so hard for all this time to, you know, be super diligent and to not get sick. And I felt like I've, you know, for the most part, I've been remaining pretty diligent. But I think once I got boosted, there was definitely this sense of, comfort, I would say, where I, you know, got a little bit more relaxed. And, you know, if I was around other people who I knew were vaccinated as well, like there was just like a comfort level that was there. So, I don't know, that just sort of made me feel even more crummy about being sick because then I I literally was in that panic mode um, until my parents were able to go get tested. And then when I found out that they were negative and doing okay, that was like, this huge sigh of relief Um, and definitely like a weight lifted off of me at that point. But um, there's definitely, there's definitely a stigma to it. Like I felt horrible that I had, I had let this happen. Um, and I know that, you know, there's only so much we can do at a certain point, but, you know, then I started like playing back in my head, all all the moments, like, could it have been this moment? (laughs) Or, you know, but at the same time, you know, I've talked to other people who, um, who have gotten it and, you know, they were doing everything by the book, you know, to a T everything that you know we've been told to do and they still got sick so it's like at a certain point in time you kind of have to (laughs) throw your hands up in the air (laughs) like you said there's
0: only so much we can do and if you're doing everything right and and that's why I brought that up because I have heard anecdotally people are testing positive now there is this kind of feeling of shame or like I I failed you know failure mm-hmm. right and and i think it's important to realize that this is a highly contagious variant and you know unfortunately a lot of us probably don't have the luxury where we can just completely isolate 24/7 i mean you have to go out and earn a living you have to you know there's certain responsibilities and if you're if you're vaccinated if you're taking your precautions wearing your mask i mean that it's not a failure right and i think at that point you have to just recognize that i mean i I think it's important not to beat yourself up
1: yeah well and i know people who like they're getting it this time around and it's their second time like yeah you know they they got it before and so it's just yeah i think i definitely um am seeing uh how much more um contagious this seems to be um, how much more easily it's spreading, um, in ways that seem to defy be, logic in some cases. Yeah. Def- it's defying, yeah. It's defying all the things that, that we know have right. worked previously. Um, you know, and, and you're doing all the things. But, um, like I said, there's only so much you can do. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, super, super grateful, um, that it wasn't any worse for me than it is. Yes. Know. Very and, thankful. Um, We'll see uh you know everyone's talking about the long covid. We'll see um how that sort of affects things in the long run here, but um I've just been trying to be super diligent in um you know tracking my symptoms, checking for you know checking my vitals and like tracking right. everything. When I was sick, I was very conscious about like I was holed up in my room. My room's not very big. <laughs> like You know, and I was trying to make a mental note of like, okay, every like hour or so, you need to at least like stand up and stretch, get up out of bed and move. Don't just that's, lay uh, in that's, bed the yeah, whole time. That's, that's, that's a good <laughs> thing
0: to remind yourself of because you know, it's very easy when you don't feel good to just, yeah, I'm just not moving, <laughs> period.
1: yeah. Yeah. And, um, especially in that, that first part where it was the funky fever and body aches and all that stuff, that's the last thing you want to do is move, you know, but, uh, some friends that I've talked to who dealt with it previously, um, their advice was, you know, try to keep moving, um, try to keep hydrated, try to keep eating, like nourish yourself well.
0: Yeah. Those are, those are the three big ones that I've heard as well. Yeah.
1: And then um, try to make a point to not um, sleep or lay on your back for too long, cause especially with the congestion side of things and it settling into your uh, chest. That makes sense. Um, so I was trying to be mindful about how I was, you know, if I was sitting in bed doing something, I'd try to sit upright as much as I could and if I was laying I would lay on my side or on my stomach but I'm already a side and stomach sleeper so that wasn't an issue for me as far as sleep but just yeah trying to be mindful of those things to keep myself nourished and hydrated and I was taking you know the daily um you know, I was trying to get extra electrolytes in my yeah, system. Yeah, that's definitely and, important as well. Um, ex- extra vitamin C and zinc and vitamin D and just staying on top of my, you know, regular regimen um, and not let that slip. But yeah, that was, you know, just trying to do my do my due diligence of taking care of myself best I could. Um, and I feel like that helped things to kick kick in a little faster. Um, And then um, when I started to get, I got pretty congested early on. And I think that was what led to, I had a lot of headaches and pressure and all that stuff. But um, I started taking, uh, I think it was Mucinex DM was what I took. And that kind of helped break things up um, and helped stop the coughing and and whatnot. But um yeah, I I don't know. It was it was funky to live through. It it uh, it was the longest week and a half of my life. <laughs> I can only
0: imagine. Uh, I mean that must have been an emotional roller coaster, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean I and I had I had so much time on my hands, dude. I literally watched all six seasons of Downton Abbey plus the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like on top of like, I caught up on the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, um, nice. I watched a handful of other movies. I watched so much <laughs> streaming TV right. movies. It's really sad, and I uh, was able to spend some time uh, getting back into Procreate and drawing some. And oh, very cool. Um. Okay. So I just I yeah, I had a, a lot of time on my hands. I definitely towards the end started to get really antsy. Um, so I was super grateful for that negative test results and and to be feeling better. But yeah, that was my that was my crazy COVID adventure. <laughs> I am glad it's behind me. Uh, yeah, as, as am I. I'm, I'm
0: very glad that you're on the mend and you're doing much better. Thanks.
1: Yeah. So with that. What have you been up to? I felt like it was all about me. You share. <laughs>
0: this week for me, you know, it's... I think I mentioned this last time uh, we gathered together, but I'm, I'm currently in the process of uh, moving out of some office spaces up here. And, you know, it's it's, it's kind of interesting. Like, I, I didn't think this would happen because, you know, it's just an office space, but I actually got kind of emotional. <laughs> <laughs> As I was clearing my stuff out of there, mainly because, you know, it, it just brought me back to when I started this business, you know, my sister was very much part of it for the, you know, now she's not. And so it just got me remembering, like setting that up with her and, you, you know, you just kind of get your head and mm. like, oh, it's kind of, you know,
1: All yes, changes, times are like,
0: changing, you know, yeah. businesses, you know, mm-hmm. my business is changing and. All that stuff. So, yeah, it was just kind of a reflective moment. And then, you know, I I met up with the landlord and handed over the key. And I had, like, a little tear in my eye. And he probably thought I was like, what's going on here? (laughs) Oh, don't mind me. Don't mind me. I'm just the guy who's getting emotional about, you know, (laughs) changing office spaces. Uh, But, yeah, it was just, it's weird. I mean, it was only about three years that we were there, you know. But yeah, you just kind of remember like setting it up and how you know excited like we were when you know it, we felt uh, just so proud of that space and everything. So, you know, all, all these all these memories. So, yeah, it, it was kind of <laughs> a bittersweet. Uh well, mostly bitter, I guess. I don't know. I was I was pretty sad about it, more so than I thought I would be. I I think that's what caught me off guard. I'm like, I'm getting emotional about an office space. This is really strange. <laughs>
1: Well, if you think back over the last three years, a lot has changed. I mean, that alone would be enough to send yeah, you into, very a, true. Very true. into an emotional spiral. So yeah, that makes that makes sense. I can yeah, understand.
0: So that. So yeah, that's uh, you know, it was me. Tearing up as I'm handing the keys over, so
1: <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, good times.
1: Well, on that note, how about you bring us a little bit of hope? What do you have for us? Yeah, so uh this this honestly
0: is probably one of my favorite stories that we've we've mentioned on here and you know, we uh we kind of mentioned in passing the last episode that we recently lost Betty White. Uh, unfortunately, she passed away on New Year's Eve. But uh you know, out of that sadness, so- something really great happened. So on her birthday, which was just this past January 17th, social media basically had this Betty White challenge so it was like hashtag Betty White challenge. As we know, like Betty White was very, very much uh, passionate about uh, animals and animal adoptions and just taking care of animals in general. So for the Betty White challenge, it was uh, to donate to, uh, you know, her charity, which was called Actors and Others for Animals. People didn't just stop there, though. They also donated to animal shelters and zoos and all of these places like all across the country to the tune of nearly 13 million dollars wow which to me is a testament of you know how beloved betty white was like clearly she inspired like so many people not only did they give just to her charity but they decided they they wanted to help the animal shelters in their own communities as well mm. Uh, so you had all of these animal shelters reporting like these just random donations on the seventeenth of January. It's just great to see that people were so willing to give and in, in honor of this great person who, yeah, very clearly like touched so many people.
1: Yeah, what what an inspiration to us and and that we that we would live a life that would inspire others after we're gone. Just a fraction of that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Makes you think, makes you think a lot about your legacy and how, how you're, how you're choosing to live and spend your life. (laughs) What are you, what are you supporting? What are you for? What difference are you making? And, um, you know, once you're gone to know that your life can still inspire change, even when you're not here, like that's, that's awesome. It's pretty powerful.
0: yeah, and it was it was also bittersweet because uh, I guess Betty White had recorded a video uh, in preparation for her hundredth birthday celebration, and her team ended up posting that and it was basically her like thanking everybody for the support over the years and you know, just just being Betty White <laughs> and you know seeing seeing mm, that yeah. message of, of love basically uh, from her posthumously it, you know it, it certainly brought a tear to my eye but it, it was just so heartwarming you know and, and that's who she was like it was just great and 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 to me I find it amazing if you live to 99 and you pass and everyone's saying you're gone too soon like that that's a testament to how well you lived your life mm-hmm. that you know people just they weren't ready for you to go yeah
1: want more Yeah.
0: So, Betty White, definitely, uh, I I don't think there's ever going to be someone like her. Uh, Clearly, she touched so many generations of of people. And, uh, you know, through things like the Golden Girls and and other projects she was involved throughout the years. I mean, she'll, of course, you know, live on. And, uh, you know, hopefully her giving spirit will live on as well, you know. Maybe... The Betty White Challenge could be an annual thing, you know, like where people can donate to these mm. shelters and and just help out animals and be more aware of of that. So I I was touched by that. I, I thought it was amazing. You know, thirteen million dollars is is awesome.
1: That's incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm sure you know she's smiling down, just uh, just pleased as punch with that. Uh, and, and like I said, it, it's just a great testament to who she was and, and how she inspired uh, not just people who knew her, but every everyone.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Definitely a great, great story of hope. And like I said, uh, it's it's great that, you know, something so positive uh, could come from tragedy. It's never fun when somebody leaves us. It's always sad. But yeah, what, what a great legacy.
1: When something good can come from the bad. Yeah. Gotta love it.
0: It just goes to show you, you know, hope is always there. Betty White was definitely someone full of hope and who brought hope to others. Yes. All right. Well, I think that about does it for this episode. If you enjoyed your time with us, the best way to ensure you never miss a conversation is to subscribe and follow the podcast. You can find out how to do that at worldofhopes.com.
1: And we would love to connect with you in between episodes. You can do that on our Instagram at awohopes. Don't forget to tag us in any stories of hope that you find that you want to share with us or your own experiences with hope or positivity. We would love to hear all about that. And with that, don't forget to spread a little bit of hope in your corner of the world. Thanks for listening. Until next time.
0: Take care. We'll see you soon. Bye. I feel like I'm out of practice now. Sorry. Oh, well, we only missed a week. So it's, not- <laughs> it's been 85 years.
1: It feels like it.
0: <laughs> hey there, friend. We're so glad you could join us. Here we like to highlight the best I, I can keep it. <laughs> oh, man, I was trying to keep it. I was trying to keep it. Sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was impressed, but I knew that the bigger I started to smile, yeah, you were going to I, I couldn't keep it. I tried so hard. Sorry. Uh, oh. Okay.